If, like me, you revel in keeping track of your books and reading, you probably use Goodreads. Now however, there's a new kid on the library block, story. Graph. Whereas Goodreads focuses mainly on genre and reviews, Storygraph leans more towards the feeling you get from books and challenges. In this post, I'll be exploring the tools each service provides, and the pros and cons of each website. Story. Graph. With a clean UI, Storygraph's cover bears up well under judgment. As you enter the homepage, you'll find recommendations based upon what you've previously enjoyed, your current reading progress, and what's in your TBR pile. The books are nicely presented, and it's easy to navigate to where you want to go next, if you're not distracted by exploring recommendations. I spend most of my time on the Your Story Graph page, which gives a snapshot of your reading habits, with many rabbit holes to venture down for more information. Tying into Story Graph's emphasis on describing books by mood, length and pace in addition to genre, you'll find a summary of the type of books you mainly read, and you can dive into further stats from there. Further down this page, there's a summary of the challenges you're currently participating in, with not only a book count, but a page count too. I know, I know, I'm behind. Challenges are one of my favorite parts of Story Graph, and I discovered the website through the Explorathon back in January. Many readathons now offer their challenge on Story Graph, and if you're a host, or you just have a list of books you want to read, you can submit your own challenge. Now we've had a little look around, what are the major pros and cons? Pros. Content warnings. I was very excited by Story Graph's content warning section, and it looks like a lot of you were as well. Book content warnings are absolutely necessary, and books remain the one piece of media that don't routinely have this information. For me, encountering certain subjects is merely unpleasant, but for some it can have a huge impact, and I'm grateful that this is something Story Graph has built into its reviews from the beginning. When you review a book, it's actually easier to see how to add content warnings than it is to write your thoughts, so it's evident that this is something the creators care about. Challenges As above, you can access and create whatever challenges you like, and challenges are a main feature of Story. Graph Quarter Stars For the precise among us, you can rate books to the nearest quarter star. For those that feel there's a big difference between a 3-star and 3.5-star read, it's super useful, and if you're coming from Goodreads full stars only, it feels like a revelation. So many stats. Possibly one of the first encounters you might have had with Storygraph is their statistics. You can import your Goodreads library to receive a detailed breakdown of your reading tastes, which is updated after each book you read. Cons. Lesser known. As a newer platform, Storygraph is not yet widely known, and sits very much in Goodreads' shadow. This might not matter too much, but one major drawback is that publishers ask for reviews on Goodreads, and I've never been asked for a review on Storygraph in exchange for an ARC. Missing editions. Whilst I've always been able to find the books I'm reading on Storygraph, not all the cover editions are available at the moment. Star rating, star, 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 and a quarter. Goodreads. If you're reading this blog, it's likely you have a Goodreads account. When you load up the website, you'll see some version of this. The Goodreads homepage illustrates a lot of my gripes with the site. As you can see in the top right-hand corner, I have a bunch of unread notifications, and that isn't because I'm in high demand. Like a lot of Goodreads features, the notifications get lost in the noise of content I'm just not interested in seeing. In fact, I avoid the homepage altogether, 
and have my currently reading shelf bookmarked in my browser. It takes four clicks to navigate to the challenge page, if you know where you're going, and you can then see your current progress and that of your friends. Pros Community Goodreads make it very easy to find other people you know who are using the service, connecting to both email contacts and Facebook friends. It's a quick plug-and-play way to see what your friends are reading, and allows you to recommend books through the site. Well-established Goodreads is very present in the book community, to the point that many booktube tags ask what is your Goodreads goal for this year? Rather than how many books do you plan to read this year? Even small books have quite a few reviews, and I've never been unable to find the right book and right edition. Amazon and Kindle built-in Whatever your moral views about Amazon, Goodreads makes it easy to go straight to a book's page there. And, if you have a Kindle, any highlights you make are available on Goodreads, and your Kindle will update your progress on Goodreads if you link the two services. So many features. You can do a lot with Goodreads. Perhaps you want to join an online book club, enter giveaways, US and Canada only, vote on the best books of the year, do quizzes, ask questions to your favorite authors. All accessible through Goodreads. Cons. So many features. Goodreads reminds me a lot of Birmingham New Street Station. If you've never had the chance slash misfortune to travel through BNS a short summary, 13 platforms, further split by alphabetized sections, indecipherable announcements every two minutes, thousands of people going to hundreds of places, a sizable food and shopping area, and even a connection to Birmingham's Grand Central shopping area. Oddly, for a train station, it's actually quite a pleasant place to spend time, and you won't easily get bored. However, if all you're trying to do is find the right platform for your connecting train, there's a lot of visual and audio noise to navigate as you search for the sign directing you to platform 11B. Goodreads has a lot to offer, but I feel it has lost the ease of its functionality as a result of cramming in so much content. Searching For a well-established site, the search results are often bafflingly inaccurate. Let's search for the novella Three Sisters by Helen Castle, which is on my Goodreads TBR. The Philippa Gregory book makes sense, and possibly the Three Sisters Island books, although I'm searching by title, not series. However, the book I'm looking for is the 36th result, behind any third book in a series with sisters in the title. For such a successful site, I would expect the search function to prefer books I've already marked an interest in, and I'd hope to see a book with the exact title I've searched at the top of the list. Star rating, star, star, star. Verdict. Whilst I don't think it's quite time to give up on Goodreads, Storygraph is certainly closing the gap, and with the creators commenting that they are working on lots of fixes and features, it may well be a match for Goodreads in the future. For the present, I'm using both sites, but I'm having a lot more fun on Storygraph and reaching for it more often. If I didn't need Goodreads for review publishing, I might be tempted to switch over completely, but for now I'll keep a foot in both camps. Which site do you prefer? Did I miss any big pros and cons? Had you heard of Storygraph in the past? Let me know in the comments below, smiley face.